Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. How's it going, friends? It's Robot. I mean, regular Steven here back with another malicious compliance video. Let's get into our first human story. Figure college out myself? Okay. Disclaimer, mention of sexual harassment. So I just finished my sophomore year at college and came home to live with my parents for the summer. I started up my second year at my summer internship and later quit due to sexual harassment by my boss. During that job, I worked 12 16-hour days, outside, in the humid Midwestern Hita. I would work four days in a row, then hang out with my boyfriend on the weekends. After I quit that job, I started working full-time at a local restaurant, 30-40 hours a week. Here's where it gets good, both of my parents work full time, so I mostly have all days to myself to clean and mentally prepare for work. My mother told me that I will have to help out around the house and watch the dogs. I understood, and I cleaned a lot. On my days off, I'm expected to clean the dishes, kitchen, my room, my parents' room, the bathroom, the living room, and to watch the dogs. They even called me the slave of the house sometimes. If I didn't have time to completely deep clean a room, I got yelled at and get callid lazy, which doesn't help my anxiety and depressive behaviors. By the time I get home on the days I work, both parents are asleep, so I never get to talk with them anymore. Later on in August, I'm getting everything ready for college when my parents told me they wouldn't help me with college anymore and that I needed to figure it out. The college I went to the last two years cost about 32k before scholarships and loans, so I get that it's expensive and stressful for them. I've been told that I need to figure everything out and that I've been nothing but lazy all summer, not preparing for college, which isn't true. I'm 20 years old and I don't have a credit to get a loan online. The fact that they're calling me lazy when I have a full-time job while trying to make a long-ish distance relationship work really pees me off. After talking to my boyfriend, he told me to move in with him. I gladly accepted the offer and moved in. I was tired of constantly being degraded by my parents because of not doing enough for them. I moved in, starting online college classes, working full time, and saving up money for college and other bills. My parents are not happy about this at all. But you know what? I figured it out. I'm happy. I'm getting more financially stable. And best yet, I'm living with my boyfriend not having to do long-ish distance. I'd say I figured it out pretty well. Next story. At least that's what I was told. First off, I write like I talk and I'm terrible at spelling, but I'm smart. I'm not sure if I can mention the company, and I don't really remember names, but the situation was easy to remember for me. At the time I started, I was the youngest tech in the building. I got paid a lot of money for doing a lot of nothing. A lot of managers didn't like that because they had been there for years. And off top, I'm making more than some of the veteran managers in the same facility. Few years go by, few raises have happened, a few faces have come and gone, and we get this new manager. What's her title? No one knows I think they made one for her. She comes in making the stupidest rules. You should be standing so you can get to the problem faster. But in this job, you can go hours without problems. 
We did preventative maintenance every night, even if we didn't use that particular machine, and we were pretty good about doing it so we didn't have problems. Since we pretty much policed ourselves, we didn't really have set lunch times because for the most part nothing ever really happens, and we'd let others know when we left for lunch. This one particular day, more than half the staff went on lunch around the same time, and one of the main machines went down. I remove my radio when I'm on break, and that's my right to do, at least that's what I was told in the beginning. I was returning from lunch, heading towards the clock, and I guess she saw me first or whatever happened. Why didn't you answer your walkie? Um, it was off, cause I was at lunch. Well, we needed all hands for this machine breakdown, but I was at lunch, Next time, answer your walkie even if you're on lunch. Okay, but I'm just going to tell you I'm at lunch. So I proceeded to clock in, and then I went to the bathroom. As I was walking back to my station, which is all the way in the back of the facility, I get a call on the walkie to meet her at the office, which is pretty far. We had bicycles. So I started walking back when she said she'd meet me halfway. I don't know if she was watching me or what, but she was like, Coming from lunch and going on another break is against the rules of the company and that I would be written up for doing so. What break? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Going to the bathroom? I didn't know that was considered a break. Yes, that is considered a break, and now you know. Okay, so along with this write-up, I need that in writing. My next workday, I get pulled into the office. She was not in attendance. My boss was like, I got this write-up and I need you to sign it. No, sir. Not without the letter I asked her to give me. Well, we're going to put you on probation and schedule all of your breaks. How does that sound? Sounds great to me. I mean, we could use a LEL structure around here. For the next two months, I had my bosses telling me when to go to lunch which was great because they knew they couldn't call me for anything during that time, and if I didn't go to lunch that day, they couldn't find me for it. They had to pay me for it. It got a lot of OT for that. Mind you that none of the other techs had to do this. I was told I should have sued, 
I didn't, but anyways, it didn't last long because I missed more calls doing it their way, so they let me go back to doing me. Sadly, I quit that job shortly after, partly because of Mrs. Mystery Manager. I have another story with Mrs. Mystery Manager. Let me know if you want to hear it. Okay, so update or flashback. So Mrs. Mystery Manager didn't seem like she had a tech background. She seemed more like a clerk. Because even though techs are meticulous, they don't have time to be all micromanagey. There's three ways to learn this job. I can teach you, but hopefully you understood the six words I've said the whole time. You can stand back and watch, or the building is on fire and you better do something. Next story. After the two months had passed, I felt invincible. All I had to do was show up on time and leave on time. There wasn't anything they could say to me. I was actually really good at my job. Anything that took me more than 10 minutes to fix was out of my league and there should have been a master tech there. But at this point, it seemed like she was out to get me. So much so that one of the other managers noticed and would tell me to stay out of her way. But it wasn't me. She was showing up to calls and coming out and watching me smoke on my breaks. Just ending up in places that no other managers would be, which is how she ran across the hazmat spill. She called me specifically, which is uncommon. Got there and she was like, clean this up. I was like, cool, let me go. Get the caution tape, the hazmat bucket, the shovel, blah, blah, blah. You know, by the book, because at this point it's got to be a setup. She says, you don't have time for that. Just get some paper towels and just wipe it up before it gets to being a bigger mess. We had custodians that were trained to handle hazmat spills. So I said, um, do you know what this is? She said, no. So I said, ain't no way I'm just going to put my hands in a foreign liquid because you say so. I'm going to go get some gloves and all of the things that it says to have in the manual on how to handle a hazmat spill. She says, whatever, go get it. I say, cool. I hop on the bike and head toward the hazmat locker, which is by the custodian's room office. Pick up the thick gloves and all the hazmat fixins. I get back and she is wiping up the spill with her bare hands, some paper towels and a trash can from some lady at a nearby station. I yell out, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Let me at least give you some gloves. I was ignored. I said you also should not be putting that hazmat in public trash cans. Ignored again. I said cool, it seems like you got it and I started to record her getting up the spill with her bare hands. I then went to the manger's office, grabbed a write-up paper and wrote her butt up. It said something like, as a tech in this building, we go through monthly training on hazmat spills and the protocols put in place to keep people safe. I know that I've watched the videos and I think that she has too. Maybe she's not retaining the information given in the videos, or maybe she's just choosing not to follow the protocol either way. At this point, she's not only putting herself in danger, she's also endangering the lives of the workers around her. Her days were numbered, and so were mine, yeah? I broke the biggest relay in any job that you have. Don't take a nap during your lunchtime. I woke you up just in time to clock out. Of course, she was the only manager on duty at that time. They didn't say anything about it, but it was during my probation period. I put in my two weeks notice and moved out of state, unrelated. Sadly, I never got to see what happened because of my write-up. One good turn deserves another, or in this case, prevents one. This is an ongoing story. My friends live in a house that is in front of a bus depot. Entrance one side, exit the other. For years, with permission of the owner, they parked their cars beside the house, along a wide part of the exit for the depot. It was convenient and friendly relations meant my friends did not complain when diesel engines fired up in the early hours to warm up outside their bedroom windows. A couple of decades later, the business is taken over by a national chain, and with that come a number of changes. 
new, tall fences that obstruct views, gates on the entrance and exit, more buses stored that require more maneuvering, and more young, under-experienced drivers. When moving buses, they regularly clipped a fence post, moving them from the exit to the entrance of the depot. The road was narrow with a big hedge on the other side. It was not a task to perform carelessly. After a couple of broken fences, eventually the wooden post was replaced with a sturdy reinforced concrete equivalent, and the drivers stopped hitting it in a hurry. Another change that came down the pipe shortly after. The owners required my friends to stop parking on the depot grounds. They wanted the space for their own staff. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. After asking if there was other space that would be acceptable, they were told in no uncertain terms that the cars were not to be on the property at all, under any circumstances. Cue malicious compliance, and with it the dawning realization for management that there was a reason the previous owner had been so accommodating, because now they parked their cars outside the front of the house instead. As the law does not allow parking on the sidewalk, they must be parked on the road proper, so they absolutely block about half the narrow road. Consequently, the long buses could no longer pull out from the exit and turn across the house without hitting the cars. If they needed to go on a route in that direction, or just pull a bus around to the entrance, they now have to turn the other way and drive a couple of miles around country lanes instead. The impact was felt immediately. The depot managers called the police to complain about the obstruction. The police not only confirmed that the cars are parked legally, but that they must not obstruct the sidewalk, so they could not be parked closer in. Management also petitioned the local council to have that part of the road designated for no parking, but that has so been fought off successfully. Chargeback for work not completed? Guess it must have been somebody else. When I was in college, almost 20 years ago, I had a summer job working for a small builder. We were building a good-sized deck and installing some large boulders around it as landscaping. The guy driving the equipment used to move the boulders, backed it into the side of the house. A window and part of the wall was destroyed. The corner of the equipment was about a foot inside the living room. The guy we were working for explained everything to the homeowner and promised it would be fixed as soon as possible. He even put it in writing at the homeowner's request. The homeowner was upset, but seemed pretty reasonable and understanding. We were there till almost 10pm that night, building a temporary wall and covering it with plywood. The owner and one other guy went back the next day to make it look a little nicer. The plan was to order the window and siding and come back to do everything right. Once we had the supplies, the cost to repair the house was much more than we were paid for the entire deck and landscaping job. The thing is, the homeowner had paid in full with a credit card at the start of the job. 
He decided to do a chargeback, saying no goods or services were provided. Boss was ticked. He had agreed to every extra thing the homeowner had asked for, replacing another unbroken window so they would match, replacing the carpet in the entire room even though it wasn't really damaged, repainting the entire room, a hallway, and two other rooms that were the same color so they would match, and a few other things. The next time, the homeowner called him for an update. Boss told him that he had received the chargeback saying no goods or services were provided by him, so it must have been some other company that did the work. He told them to call the other company and stopped answering the homeowner's phone calls. I like to imagine his malicious compliance worked and it just ended there. That he got away with only the money lost from the chargeback and not the cost of fixing the house. I don't know how it ended, summer was over and I went back to school. I'm sure he fixed the house eventually.